Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoiler season with us. New cards. Welcome to Spoiler Season Episode 4, War of the Spark. Thanks to our sponsors, um, New England Comics, you can find online at NEC Coolidge on Facebook, and to Flipside Gaming, you can find at flipsidegaming.com. So, Katie, not many spoilers today. Not many spoilers, I'll be honest. I mean, we got so many the first day, you know, they really have to parcel it out to to meet the two-week period. You know, also, a lot of the rares and mythics are just not coming out. And Marrow said it was because a lot of those happened closer to the end of the story because the cards are coming out in story order. Ah. So... Yeah. It makes sense to make the, like, Rose and Mythic, the story cards. Definitely. Because they weren't exciting enough already. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, no, they're all... He's saying that they go toward the end of the story. Like, yes. they take place at the end. I all understand. the cards are story cards. All, all? The majority of cards in the set are story cards this time. Oh. What I'm saying is that they're releasing the cards in the order in that the, the story order happens. That the story so happens. the Rares and the Mythics yes. are cards that take place at the end of the story. Right, right. Yeah. But we will start off strong, though. Uh, we'll start off with a card that some people are, are talking about. Well, buddy. Yeah, I'm going to let you take this one. All right. This is Tolsamir, friend to wolves. Too bad there's no owls. <laughs> friend, friend to, to owls. owls. Friend to hoot. Um, yes. White 2-2. Two, two. Wow. JK, I'm just playing with you, seeing if you're paying attention. It's white, green, green 2. Ah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Close. Yeah, white, green, green 2 for a 3-3 three, three elf scout. Mm-hmm. Relevant creature type. When Tulsimir, friend to wolves, enters the battlefield, create Boja, friend to elves. What the hell is this card? <laughs> create Tulsimir Wolfblood. Tulsimir Wolfblood is actually a card that was in OG Ravnica. Are they friends uh, of someone a, who's friends with elves? Yeah, so Tulsimir Wolfblood was a green and oh white gosh. creature that would make a wolf token and a legendary wolf token, Boja. And if that token died, you could t- just like pay some cost tap Tulsimir and like make another one. Oh, Vo- Voja is the wolf. Yeah. So the wolf is friends with elves yeah. and the elf is friends with wolves. Yeah. And so they're besties. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is Tulsimir's bestie, Voja, which is a legendary 3-3 green and white wolf creature token. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Whenever a wolf, e.g. your bestie, Voja, mm-hmm. enters the battlefield under your control, you gain three life and you may have that creature fight up to one target creature and opponent controls. Mm, what colors is Arlen right now? Green. Hey, hey, I bet you could play these in the same deck. And then Arlen would make wolves, and then Tulsimir would be like, yo, Wolfie, go fight. Not to mention that Arlen um, gives them all counters, right? So it would make a 4-4 four, four wolf that would fight Ooh. something. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. What do you think, Kate? I, so this is five mana for six power and toughness, better cross two bodies. Mm-hmm. At base rate, mm-hmm. with a fight and gain three life. Yeah. Optional fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think this is a good card. I don't think... I, I mean, sorry, it's going to be really good and limited. Oh, of course. Of course yeah. it is. Yeah, of course yeah, it is. Yeah. But what about standard? Um, no. Yeah. I. Well, so there was that green-white token stack, right? With, like, Trustani and yeah. March. Mm-hmm. I don't know that this is worth playing in that. Yeah. But that's I sort of where you. I would think to slot it in. Mm. But it doesn't... If, and if it doesn't fit there, it doesn't fit anywhere. Yep. Yep. Um, some people are pretty high on this. I don't think really? it's Really? For standard? Yeah, I just don't think it's very good. I just good. don't like, think that's what you want to be to, doing. Yeah, like, are you, would you rather play, play Tristani over this? I, would you rather play this over Tristani? No. No. 
and in a token stack specifically right you would yeah yeah and then i think like okay well what if we're just playing good cards right like forget mm -hmm. token synergy let's just play good stuff this is a you know reasonable card but like is it better than biogenic ooze which currently sees no play oh no. except for out of sideboards right like mm -hmm. no i'd rather have biogenic ooze than this card like this card has a higher upside up front because it's kind of a three for one right you get to go okay I'm making a 3-3, three, three. I make a 3-3 three, three token, and, like, maybe I can fight something and have my token live, and then that's a, that's the 3-for-1. Like, also, what are you fighting and eating? Like, not something know. that's a problem. I know, exactly, exactly. So, I, you know, I'm a little skeptical. I think a lot has to go right for it, um, and it just doesn't seem, it seems worse than other cards, which are already, like, I mean, Biogenic Ooze is less restrictive. You don't have to play white to get that card. Uh, not to mention that it can even make more and like it in the long it goes longer and it becomes much much better than this card yeah so you really need to be playing wolves which is a little awkward because a lot of the we're wolves are in yeah we're not in Innistrad and a lot of them are in like red green not white green we have a lot of wolves um, I'm just thinking for like you know that format that people play what's it, it starts with like a C and ends in oh, like a heard Charmander or something. Com Charmander? Yeah, Charmander. yeah. That one, that ED. one. ED. ED Charmander, yeah. ED Charmander. So if you ED mm. Charmander, then it, um, I imagine you could play this with like wolves, but then the problem comes up where a lot of the wolves are red and green. Ah, okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah. So. Yeah, but very nifty. Yeah, it's a cool I card. Just, this just cracks me up. Like, Tulsimir, friend of wolves, Boja, friend of elves. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like <coughs> the person who wrote this card was like, kids need to learn that friends are important and friends support each other. That sounds and like then, a good card for you. You love friendship. I do. You know, we all get farther with friends. That's how society <laughs> <What>? grew. <laughs> you know, we are pack creatures. That's how humankind got better. You are, we made friends. You with do each not other. have a lot of black in you. <laughs> That's for sure. Oh my gosh. A black mage would shudder at those words. So next we have Bulwark Giant. This is white five for a three six giant soldier. Oh, she's tall. When Bulwark Giant enters the battlefield, you gain five life. Oh, gross. Yeah. What a terrible card. This is like that other six mana three six, except this one just gains you life. Yeah. It doesn't even create a body. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Next. It's funny. It shows her, like, punching in the art, but... No, she's not punching. Oh, I guess she's, she's shielding. She's shielding, and then she's... No, she has an eternal in one hand, doesn't she? Is that she? an eternal? I think it's an eternal. Or is it, like, friendly buddy she's picking up to save mm, and carry away? That looks like Lazatep. She has, like, an entire body in her hand. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's not an eternal. It looks like their hand is not... I think it's not... friendly. Yeah, it's probably she's friendly. She's protecting. Yeah. She should be a vehicle, then. She protects. She doesn't attack. You, you could crew her. <laughs> It should be a vehicle. You, you can like hop into her hand. You can jump on a person or giant's back and say, go this way. I literally do that to you all the time. <laughs> I jump on your back and say, go! My shoe. <laughs> I don't see what the problem is myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So next we have our second uh, rare. Uh, this is Roll Reversal, which is blue, blue, red, sorcery. Exchange control of two target permanents that share a type. Katie's thinking. Katie's thinking. I'm processing. 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 So, like, I'm like, here's my planeswalker that yeah. is a tick down only and it's at one. I will take your Tefiri. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, this, I mean, okay, this is, like, fun and exciting, but this kind of card is, like, pretty conditional. Like, I don't know. I, I think 
the idea of exchanging a planeswalker that you've like used up you know mm. that's sort of maybe your best case yeah sure or a bad creature for you have to be careful because you know you have a narrow window if they're playing the uncommon planeswalkers because they tick down and then you right know, and then they're useless to yeah. you too uh, i mean they have the static but you're right yeah. you can't activate them so i i don't know and like again like you're spending a card you're not i don't know like you're not removing something right even if you i don't know you could take their big flyer and you give them your tutu bear are you, are you talking limited or constructed right now? Oh, limited. 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 Okay. I'm th- trying to decide even if I think it's very good and limited. Okay. I don't think this is good and constructed. Okay. So I think it's good and limited because... So I think that the argument for limited and constructed is actually really similar. Hmm. Is there come... Is in some... So in, in constructed, this mm-hmm. is only true in some matchups. And in limited, this is true in most matchups, but not all. Um, there comes a point in the game where very few cards matter and only very specific cards matter right so to give an example if i am playing in limited right and our board is clogged whoever draws the bomb first right the five five fly or the tulsimir whatever like whatever um that yeah rakdos right is going to win the game Mm -hmm. so in 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 standard right let's think about like okay we're playing um arc light an arc light mirror right we're going back and forth Oh no, my opponent played Niv. Okay, mm. I lose. Unless, right, unless this comes in. Because then this stops being a exchange control of two creatures, right? All right, you were talking about Planeswalkers as well as being a good a good scenario. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes a three-mana control mind, right? So I think that in that, I, I would be very happy to play this Unlimited because this to me is like, I think you can't lose, as long as you have this, because if, if the game is close, right? Because if the moment your opponent tries to pull ahead, you pull ahead instead. Right. So I, I actually like this in limited, and in standard, um, I think the card. Uh, so, in standard, the meta game might not. Riskier. Well, the meta game might not be correct right now mm. for it, but think if we had this card when Scarab God was it was mid range mirrors with Scarab uh, God, right? Yeah. And people, everyone was running Confiscation Coup. Well, I'm totally happy to pay three mana you can have my servant of the conduit and i'll take your scarab god right so i think that like when you know in a, when when the standard metagame or certain decks become more like modern in that it's not quantity of cards but like specific combination of cards and certain cards and quality of cards that really matters that role reversal then becomes really really good yeah i, I think though still the concern in standard even in a situation where a card like Scarab God is like the only card you really have to answer is that it double targets. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I just know. don't think it was never really, rare, really very rare for people to tap out from Scarab God. You definitely, you just slam it on five, right? Glory burner, you slam it on five. Yeah, Niv Mizzet, often you slam it on six. Not always, okay. not always. Sometimes you can play a hold up dive down, but dive, you know, dive down would work against this. Certainly. Yeah. Um, but I think that like, and I think in, in limited two people, play their bombs on curve uh, and this isn't oh, something yeah. that people will necessarily be playing around so i think that and, and interesting as additionally like you know you're in blue red already and this is three mana so it's not unlikely that you could have the ability to protect this card so maybe you're able to like thought erasure them first right or maybe you have a counter spell up of course like well if you have a counter spell up like why are you letting it resolve in the first place this big yeah. threat right but i i think that the card probably has a has a little bit of u- utility um, and like it's a card that I'll I'll keep in mind for standard. I think in all likelihood, it, like it probably won't see play in standard. 
Um, but in, in limited, I, I would probably play it if I'm in blue red. I'm just trying to think. We had an exchange card before, the blue one. Is it, was it just a lot more mana, expensive? Switcheroo, oh, okay. yeah. Um, it is interesting that we're getting also... so many cards that are costed as color, color, other color. Yeah. We're getting two and one. I don't know why yeah. that's happening. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Switcheroo, someone played it against me in limited, and it just, like, didn't matter. Yeah. But I guess it wasn't close enough or something. Well, yeah. I mean, it depends, right? It's so yeah. it's so contingent because, like, let's say we're playing an Orzhov mirror, right? If we're playing an Orzhov mirror and we both have a bunch of tokens and, like, grasping thralls, then who cares? Like, okay, yeah. you took my thrall. Fine. Like, I'll play another, another thrall or something. Right. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, but if I'm playing, you know, Gruul, like, I'm playing, I don't know, Orzhov against Gruul, like, I'm pretty happy to exchange a token for a... Uh, uh, frenzied Arynx or like a shark to crab, right? Or, sure. or whatever. Um, so I think it just depends on like what the matchup is like. So maybe too, depending on what the limited format looks like, maybe you don't play this in your main deck. Maybe you just keep it in mind and then you bring it in. If like, that's the, if you're playing a game that is bomby because of that, I do think that you'll, it'll probably be better in sealed than in draft because sealed tends to be a little bit bombier than, than draft does. Um, but you know, definitely, uh, I think a card to keep on your radar. I don't know. It's it's cheap. I don't know if we've had this effect at so cheap before. We've had a lot of the things like even you know eyes everywhere, switcheroo. A lot of these like five and six mana, right. but at three mana, it's just it's such a good deal. Yeah. That it's hard to to pass up. And you know, this is never. It looks symmetric. It's not truly symmetric, right? Right. right yeah. Because right. you choose. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I'm weird to be a little bit high on that card, but I I kind of like old reversal personally. We'll have to play it and find out. Yeah. Next, we have Spellkeeper Weird. Along with its partner in crime, the art matches. Uh, it's from two different perspectives. Spell Gorger yeah. Weird. Or in one case, one of them is giant, and the like other one weird, is giant. Like Weird, the word? Or is that a thing? Do you not know about weirds? No. What? I mean, I know about. Okay, people were up in arms, Katie, because in Guilds of Ravnica, the Izzet Guild <laughs> didn't get any of their signature tribe, which was the Weird. Weird? The Izzets, the weird weirds are only uh, have only ever been associated with the Izzet. They've never shown up on another plane, never shown up with another guild. It's always just the Izzet have these things called weirds, and they do weird things. Okay. So like one of them, right? The famous one is Nifmagus Elemental, which ha is like hybrid blue red for a one two, and it has the activated ability of exile a s instant or sorcery spell. And put two plus one plus one counters on this. So you're like, gut shot, hold priority, exile, exile gut, gut shot. shot, put two counters on this, right? It does mean that like with storm, right, another is it mechanic, mm. or with replicate, another is it mechanic. It doesn't care about whether it's a copy or not. It's just a spell. So you go like replicate this or overload this, right? Or um, uh, storm, grape shot, storm, and then just exile, 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 exile. So there are combo decks in modern just built around Nithmagus Elemental, where you try to, like, oh. cast Grape Shot for a bunch. You know, not that much. I mean, you exile three Grape Shots, and then it's plus six, plus six. Um, the, the deck is, I think, is capable of killing turn two. Uh, turn two, weird. turn three. Yeah, if everything goes right. Okay. But super weird. So this is weird, the noun, not the adjective. Correct, correct. I mean, both, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what does Spellkeeper Weird do? Okay, Spellkeeper Weird is the blue one. It's blue two for a one four weird. <laughs> two and tap sacrifice spellkeeper weird return target instant or sorcery card from your graveyard to your hand spell gorger weird is red two for a two two weird 
Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, put a plus one plus one counter on Spellgorge or Weird. So it's starting to look like we maybe we do have a spells matter thing, right? We kind of talked about it with the um, the amass, the blue red one amass spell. Yeah. And this is now we have two more spells. So like it's weird because we had our spells matter time with the is it, but it, maybe we're getting another one. Um, I love I love this. I I love cards like Spellkeeper Weird, um, the blue one because it it's fine early if you're you know you're just like eh, it's a creature. And then late, it's you get to get your spell back. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, it's nice. And then Spell Gorger Weird is, I think, just really strong. Um, like, if you're playing a reasonable number of instants and sorceries, right? I mean, it's fine, certainly, to, like, play it with Planeswalkers or Artifacts. But, like, the ability to instant speed use this is just oh. so strong. Like, imagine right. this card with, uh, like, imagine if this was in... Uh, Guilds of Ravnica, and you're able to go like attack, and they're like, "All right, no blocks." And you're like, "Radical idea, jumpstart radical yeah. idea, like opt, like it, oh my gosh, it'd be so really good. good." Yeah, but I do like that it's just non-creature spells that it yeah, triggers course, on because I always forget, like, because I assume for these kinds of cards that it's just instants and sorceries. Yeah. But you're right, like artifact, enchantment, uh, planeswalkers, all of those will trigger. It yeah, too. yeah. Very cool. So next is Bane Hound. This is black for a 1-1 Nightmare Hound with lifelink and haste. Oh, you're making a face. I I don't usually like one mana creatures. I like the other one that we saw better in red because I had first strike. Mm -hmm. So I particularly least... don't like one mana 1-1s one that have no abilities. This has two no, abilities. But like, bit, <laughs> what? Like, this doesn't... I know, but they don't matter. This card, I think this card looks really bad yeah yeah no, it's... i think like people might be like oh but it has keywords it'll get in no, before they I, even get a creature down i would not play this in anything ex but like the most aggressive deck ever that curves out at like two where you also ran out of other cards to play <laughs> exactly yeah I'm, i don't i don't really like that card. cool art though has a couple eyes yeah. extra eyes all right we have a pouncing lynx next this is white one for a two one cat See, like this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go on. Anyways, as long as it's your turn, Pouncing Links. What were you going to say? I was going to say this trades with the other 1-1. One, one, oh, which... it does. Actually, if it's attacking, it does not trade. Continue. Uh, yeah. Continue. As long as it's your turn, Pouncing Links has first strike. Yeah. The, I, I think this card This card is so yeah, good. This is, this is like Fresh-Faced Recruit. It is. And fresh it's Faced, exactly what Fresh-Faced yeah, Recruit Yeah, it is. And Fresh-Faced Recruit that was, so, was good. so good in Boros, oh right? It was so good. Oh my gosh. And if you could like... Uh, trick it mm -hmm. or enchant it like yeah that was a card that was like actually worth enchanting yeah we have to see if we see start seeing like enchantments like auras or equipment and like we think we can build that deck um particularly if there's a lack of cheap removal because mm -hmm. of the mouse mechanic and they want to make that playable i think then like a strategy around pouncing links and the one one haste lifelink become a lot more viable because yeah. if you go like all right one one haste lifelink now you know knight's pledge it's plus two plus two that's really good yeah um, or you just go boros and play the red one one that has first strike and amasses because that's better oh well why not both because just don't play the well, we gotta see i'm still waiting on the fixing we gotta see the fixing we've seen yeah. no fixing yet so a lot of gold cards in the set hmm. so next we have war screecher this is white one for a one three flying and it has white five tap oh my gosh you don't sack it other creatures you control get plus one plus one till end of turn. You thought you sacked this? Usually you have to. Usually the white cards that do this you have to sacrifice. This card's really good. Yeah. 
I, mana, I one, thought three, when I was sack, I was gonna say like with sacking, this card's good. Because, like, you know, it comes down early, it pokes a few times, and then when it can't get through, it kind of holds back and blocks. Then the late game, it's just like, all right, pump, the pump, right? Make for a really bad combat. Even if you're not winning that combat, you'll be able to win the next combat. And, like, but this is repeatable. Yeah. This becomes a must-answer threat. Um, yeah, oh and my gosh, War Creature is great. This is great. Two mana for a 1-3 flyer is, like, already, hmm, a card I'd probably play. Yeah, sure. But the ability... Yeah. And you can do it on your turn or your opponent's turn. Oh, so if you want to hold it up... Yeah, you're right. You get to block. Like, it, it makes it so that your opponent just has going to have a really hard time winning combat. They're going to have to kill this card. Yeah. Which is sad, because it's like, it's going to get to turn six, and they're like, oh, I better go kill that two-mana creature you played yeah. four turns ago. Yeah, you definitely do want to be going wide, though. Oh, yeah. Um, because, you know, otherwise they, they can't just ignore it, but... That's always true for anthems, right? You and it, it is only other creatures, so if you block and then pump, this stays as a 1-3. Yeah, so, so watch out for that, watch out for that. Yeah, but hopefully if you're in like a white weenie deck, you're you're not blocking yeah. like that. Next we have Ward Scale Crocodile. Crocodillo. Ooh, Crocodile. Yes. Green 4 for a 5-3 with Hexproof. Hate Hexproof. Yeah. Horrible mechanic. So, like, because here's the thing, right? You put, a, like, what I've always said about Hexproof, it's on something too big, it's terrible, because then you can't interact with it and the person just wins. Yeah. On something too small, it's pointless, it's it doesn't do anything. If it's on something like uh, this, 5-3, it doesn't really change. It's, like, sometimes it's going to be horrible, because if you don't have creatures, they're going to play it and win. But most of the time, it's going to be exactly the same as if it were a 5-3 without Hexproof, in that it's going to trade off with the creature... Uh, you'll probably feel good about it, and that'll be that. Yeah, I mean, X3 is pretty easy to trade with, and unlike Vine Mare, this can be blocked by all creatures, because that was, like, just an extra annoying clause oh, of Vine, Vine Mare. Mare was... And Vine Mare was one cheaper. So, yeah. But the other thing is, like, you can make this a problem if there are playable auras yep. in this set. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's annoying. But as a 5-3 by itself, like, it's fine, but yeah, it's just, like, the Hexproof is either irrelevant or oppressive yeah yeah i it's so bad it's so bad but is that the first hex proof we've seen in the set mm, i think so they are like they haven't printed a lot of hex i proof. haven't no i haven't noticed them dial back hex. They, they've been printing i think hex proof i maybe i i should check this um you can do a gather search rate, to check think? right i don't think that it's been dialed back uh, i feel like it's been one to two uh like common or uncommons per set okay and once so, yeah like whether or not they put it on rares and mythics and stuff doesn't really matter because those aren't yeah. going to show up as much and they're more for constructed anyways but the the limited stuff is like uh, there was a what was the, isn't there a two five hex proof or something yeah homunculus homunculus yeah giant right homunculus. Like, yeah and that, that card is just like it just stalls games like yep. if you could kill like it never feels good spending a removal spell on a two five but at least you can finish a game yeah like, it basically stonewalls all the like rakdos decks yeah and i think it would have done it equally well if it didn't have hexproof but let a little bit less annoying i don't know yeah. i don't know yeah okay uh and our uh, i think our last card unless anything else has been been spoiled nope nope we have primordial worm this is green green four for a seven six worm that's it yeah i'm sad this is uh this is no uh uh what's it called colossal dreadmaw colossal dreadmaw because it doesn't have trample and it has an extra point of power 
What yeah, were they thinking? What were they thinking? Thing, but I would rather have less power and have trample. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, this card is is like your pretty typical. You know, it's a common. So like, if green, you want one, stompy, you can pick stompy. one up. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm in green. I need a card to top off my curve. I never I hate get any having bombs. these in green. No, I like having one of them. It's nice. It's hard for some decks to answer, like yep. just the sheer size of it. Yeah. So. And it, you know, it, it attacks reasonably well and it blocks well, obviously. So it's just, it's a powerful thing to do on turn six in limited, which is uh, generally not a terrible place to be. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm down. All right. Well, uh, you know, that's, that's all we got. Uh, we got the, the 10 cards today and uh, that's it. I think that's our, maybe our second smallest because I think we had nine cards on April 2nd, but other than that, this is our second shortest spoiler season. So yeah. I guess before we leave, any any kind of final thoughts that are bubbling in your head, things that you're liking about the set so far? Oh, well, I was just going to say, it was very exciting for me to be introduced to the weirds. Yeah, I'm sorry you've been missing out. They're so I, weird. Yeah. I, yeah. Hashtag no, so weird. weird. Um, I, I'm going to really be watching, I think, for Pouncing Links. Because I just think, I mean, that that fresh face recruit yeah. thing is just very powerful. So I'm going to be looking for reasonable equipment, good pump spells. We have that one that gives plus two plus O to two separate creatures yeah. for just red one. Yeah. It's pretty that good. looks pretty good with this. I'm looking forward to a Twitter campaign starting around uh, by weirds who are tired <laughs> of being called weird. And they, you know, I imagine the hashtag would be like hashtag weirds aren't weird. But that's like literally their creature type. Look, they didn't choose their name. Okay, the is it chose their name. It doesn't, you know, they can be weirds without having to be weird. Why not just be cool instead? Oh, they're so awesome. Well, one of them looks they're fiery so unique, and hot, unique. so it's not cool. You know, unique instead, you know, like... Unique New York, unique New York, unique New York. All right. Um, um, and then I run the question, Katie, for, you know, for our longtime fans. Mm. Our longtime fans know that you've been working on your own podcast. I have? Oh, lanterns. Lamps. Lamps. Are they good? Are they good? Yes. <laughs> so I'm wondering if you have any news on the podcast or if you come to any conclusions about whether lamps are good. Yes. Well, I, so I have a couple directions because recently I've really been considering, you know, electric lamps and when mm. the bulb goes out versus like oil lamps. Right, right. Lamps right. with just a candle course, in them. Of course. You know, there's a really a lot of angles to tackle this podcast so from. Lamps. And I'm, I'm just not ready to release lamps yet. Hashtag so many lamps hashtag too many lamps not too many just enough just a hashtag just enough lamps. just enough lamps <laughs> all right well thanks for tuning in uh thanks to our sponsors flipside gaming who you can find online at flipsidegaming.com and new england comics you can find on facebook at nec coolidge i'm ryan i'm katie and this is spoiler, spoiler season, season.